What is up, everybody? I am Sean, and I am back. Back again for yet another episode of the Slinging Scuds podcast, your favorite podcast made by me. This is the 33rd episode. We're going to get right into it. A lot of talk about this week, and I'm trying to get through this pretty quick. The Giants had a good week. Haven't been a lot of those lately, but this was a good week. They took two out of three from the Arizona Diamondbacks and two out of three from the Chicago Cubs. A couple teams that are fighting for playoff spots and good teams. So the Giants take four out of six from two good teams, which is a lot better than they've been doing most of the season. There's a lot going on. Ryder Jones, he hit his first career home run. It wasn't a cheeky coming off Jake Arrieta. Smoked it onto the arcade on top of right field wall. Uh, Pablo Sandoval's back, and he's actually hitting. Uh, Hensley Mullins worked with him a lot, trying to get him into a flatter swing like he had with the Giants. And so far with the Giants, he's 4 for 12, a couple doubles. He's only struck out once, starting some rallies. Maybe it's working. Another guy completely on fire right now, Jarrett Parker, since coming off the disabled list, hitting 417, five doubles. He's got a home run in six games. Uh, probably would have a lot more home runs if he were not at and Park, but what are you going to do about that? He's been a real jolt for the offense, an actual true power threat. He's still striking out a lot, but he brings the ability to, to really change a game with his power. And I don't have to tell you that I'm, I was not Jarrett Parker's biggest fan in spring training. I was kind of hoping Mac Williamson would take that job, but I'm just happy to see him back and doing well and providing a spark, a much-needed spark for this team. There hasn't been a whole lot of that this year, so it, it's good to see a guy come in, provide some power, and actually hit the ball hard. On the pitching side of things, you got Ty Block just doing what he always does. He threw another beauty against the Cubs. Seven innings, two runs. Kept him in the ballpark. That's what he does every time. He does not give up a lot of home runs. Ten home runs in 128 innings pitch. He's, he's, he's so good at getting contact, but he's so good at making it soft contact, not making it truly, really hurt. You know, He'll give up some doubles, some doubles in the gap, but that ball does not leave the yard, and that's, that's, a, that's a big thing. He's been a, a nice, fantastic surprise this season, really establishing himself as a starter. He had another RBI single, too, so he fits in with the uh, the other guys in the rotation that, that can hit real well. And then, uh, Speaking of guys in the rotation that hit well, Madison Baumgartner, he's back and doing his thing. There really shouldn't be any more questions about his shoulder. On Wednesday, through seven innings, gave up one run, got a win. The offense backed him up enough to give him a win. Uh, six games back off the disabled list, 2.52 ERA. 0.992 whip. He he looks like the same guy. He even maybe looks a little better. He's back. He's motivated. And he is really ha- shouldering a heavy load right now. Bumgarner's injury isn't the only reason the Giants stink this year. But uh, it's fair to ask if they would be any better with him healthy all season. But he's back now. And he, he looks fine. And that is a great relief. Into the bullpen. Uh, the, the duo of Hunter Strickland and Sam Dyson, it looked pretty good those last two games against Chicago. Uh, Strickland threw the eighth both games, Dyson threw the ninth. Nice, easy innings. Uh, kept the lead where it was and, and got him right through it. The, the exact thing an eighth and a ninth inning guy should do. Uh, with Melanson out, Dyson has been so good in that ninth inning role. He's really just a completely different guy. He's not giving. He doesn't give up hard contact barely at all. He gets himself into some trouble. He's still walking quite a few guys, a little more than he's used to. But when he gets ground balls at the rate he does and and really soft hit ground balls, he's not giving up a lot of line drive. He's going to get those outs in the late innings, and that's exactly what they've been looking for a lot this year. Mark Melanson, of course, is still rehabbing down in San Jose. His last outing was a pretty good one. 
threw an inning, gave up a hit, but struck out a pair. That comes after his last rehab game where he gave up four runs in two-thirds and he two-thirds of an inning, and uh, he just, you know, he kind of bombed a little bit. So this was a nice bounce back. Uh, he's going to Washington with the team next. So hopefully he gets activated soon, maybe one more rehab game. They've mentioned him pitching in Richmond with the uh, AA team. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see Melanson on this road trip at some point to go to Miami after Washington. So we'll see about that. There wasn't a whole lot of negative things to talk about through the past week or so. The Giants are playing really good baseball. One of those uh, negative things is Brandon Belt and his injury, of course, uh, against the Diamondbacks. was hit in the head by another pitch. Anthony Banda curveball caught him right in the helmet. Uh, another concussion, fourth concussion in eight years for Brandon Belt, and it's a really scary situation. But Alex Pavlovich says uh, he's not scheduled to see a specialist at this point. So, you know, that's at least a good sign for now. Hopefully, he won't need to later on, and he can get through this and get back on with his career and his life. It gets to the point when you have four concussions in such a, a short span that you're, you're not exactly thinking about Brandon Belt, the baseball player. You're thinking about Brandon Belt as a person. Hopefully this isn't too serious. He can get back on and, and back on the horse and, and do everything he's been doing. He's, he's having a solid season with the power and everything. And you know, I'm not saying we, they should rush him back and get him back on the field in September, but it would be nice to see him at least get back on the field this season. Just, just to give us a little reassurance, but no rush on him. Not at all. Not this year. Just hopefully he's okay and everything works out fine. Uh, let's pivot. We're going to look at the minor leagues a little bit. Down in AAA, Chris Shaw. This guy is he is knocking on the door. 20 home runs in the minor leagues this season. He hit another one on Thursday, his 14th in only 67 games in Sacramento. That's about 35 over a full season. Uh, just did the math real quick. 34 over a full 162-game season. So that is a pace that will definitely play. He's on a 14-game hitting streak right now with the uh, River Cats. 292 average. He's slugging 537. If they don't give him the call this September, uh, which it seems like they won't because of roster constraints, and I completely get it because their roster is full and they're going to have to uh, put guys on later in the year to protect them from the Rule 5 draft. But if they don't do it this year, Next year, he, he might, if he can come in, have a good spring training. Maybe he breaks the big league, breaks camp with the big league club. That's how good he's playing right now. But no, not, not can't rush him. You can't rush him right now. But uh, it's good to see a power hitter coming in and, and hitting for power in AAA. The Giants, you know, keep saying they're lacking for power. And Shaw could be a guy that would change that. Put him in the middle of the lineup and let him just hit some home runs every once in a while. And by all accounts, he's still doing fine out in left field. So it goes from 100 games or so of the Giants getting just about no production at all from left field with with a little bit of Austin Slater sprinkled in before the injury and Gorky Hernandez kind of playing all right. And now they have Jarrett Parker tearing the cover off the ball for six games and Chris Shaw's knocking down the door. It's, it's a very strange turnaround to have from nobody basically to two guys who are – legit power hitters that's going to be an interesting battle next year you know maybe Shaw can force his way on with a huge spring training can Jarrett Parker continue to be good uh, 
that's going to be an interesting thing to see. Will they go outside the organization and bring someone in? Is Denard's band really going to play left field and take away at bats from those guys? There's there's a lot that's going to happen there. Spring training is going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. And speaking of guys in AAA right now, I don't remember if I've talked about him before, but I'm going to right now. DJ Snelton, left-handed reliever down in AAA, six foot seven. He's a huge dude, uh, and he is having a fantastic year in the minor leagues. Forty innings pitched so far in Sacramento, one point eight zero ERA. 0.98 whip, a 174 opponent batting average. He's a huge ground ball pitcher, nearly three ground outs for every air out. He is having a phenomenal season. He's done it in double-A and triple-A this year. This is his first triple-A action, and that is a guy I would like to see in September. I would really like to see him come up in September and uh, give them some actual left-handed relief. Josh Osage and Stephen Oker just haven't been getting it done, so maybe Snelton can uh, – can change that. He's a strikeout guy, too. He can strike out some guys. 61 strikeouts and 62 innings between double A and triple A. So he's got a bit of a strikeout pit, uh, strikeout power as well. So that's that's great combination, ground ball strikeout guy. Uh, he would play well with the Giants defense behind him, especially Panic and Crawford up the middle. Maybe get a chance to see him, but he might be in the same boat as Chris Shaw where there, there's just not enough room on the roster. And, you know, that's one of those things. What are you going to do? You know, Just got to live with it. We'll see. And uh, one last prospect I want to talk about. Uh, another guy that's making his way through the system, left-handed pitcher Garrett Williams is a starter right now in San Jose, 22 years old. He's only made two appearances with the San Jose Giants, and he has been fantastic. 12 innings pitch, no runs allowed, 12 base runners, I think eight hits and four walks. Oh, sorry, seven hits and five walks. Had to check the notes real quick. 18 strikeouts in 12 innings. This is a guy who is... You know, just 22, and he's already in San Jose. He's already making noise. He was a seventh-round pick in 2016, so he is moving pretty quickly. Maybe he continues to move on through next season, get him up to double-A. If he does well in San Jose, maybe send him back. Maybe he splits next year between San Jose and Richmond. But that's that's all stuff for next year. Right now, he's pitching great down in San Jose. Hopefully he can keep that up, give him another left-handed uh, maybe rotation option, maybe uh, a late-ending bullpen guy who's – who can come out and, and give him some strikeout stuff and shut down a game. We'll see when the time comes, uh, but it's, it's fun to think about the future with guys like Shaw and, and Williams and even Snelton, Tyler Rogers, throw him in there. There's a lot of guys. Jonah Arenado's on, on fire in San Jose. Uh, Brian Reynolds having a good season. Ryan Howard is one of those under-the-radar giant-type prospects that are you know, not really great at anything, but they're really damn good at just about everything. Steven Duggar's getting back into the swing of things in San Jose. Missed a lot of the year with uh, some injuries, but getting back into uh, the swing of playing every day just about. So there's a lot of guys. Uh, they're down in the in the lower level so far in San Jose. Sean Anderson as well, the guy in the Eduardo Nunez trade. He's been good so far too. There's a lot of guys at that level. Uh, you know, in a couple years – this roster is going to have a lot of young players uh, trying to get on it. So we'll see how things go in a few years. But, you know, time will tell. So, yeah, I kind of breezed all through that, and we're just about done. It's a little shorter than it has been the last few weeks, but that's probably a good thing. You don't have to sit and listen to me for too long, and I didn't have to sit here and listen to myself for too long. So it's a win-win for everyone involved. 
So as usual, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything you have done so far for me. Guys are great. Continue to be great. One last thing real quick. Hi, Bryn. Good night, and don't swing anything in the dirt.